is coming up now on Established in the Faith. You need the Word of God. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to go through the field of your heart. And it needs to be done often because there are things below the surface that you don't even realize it's there. But God knows it's there. But you need to put yourself in His presence. neighbor and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. You have your Bibles. Turn with me, please, to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. And we're going to begin with verse 3. And Jesus spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell among the stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into the good ground and brought forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear? Let him hear. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for these people. And Lord, I pray that you will help me to rightly divide the word of truth. Lord, anoint me today. Take it and meet a need in someone's life today. Anoint me, O Lord, to preach. Anoint your people to hear and to receive of your word. And we are careful to give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. There's never been another person like the Lord Jesus Christ. He was God manifest in the flesh. He was fully God and he was fully man, but while he was here in this flesh in human form, he never used his God powers. He laid aside his deity. And everything that he did here in this world was done through and by the anointing, leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus had a way, he had a style. People would gather from miles around to hear him preach and teach. He would tell parables, stories of events and things that were going on during his day And it doesn't matter how old you were. Everybody listening got a little something out of what he said. Even his enemies, they didn't like Jesus. 
They could care less for Christ. They said, never man spake like this man. And everybody would get something out of it. Even if it was just on the surface, people would come away with something. But Jesus made this statement here, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples hearing that, they heard what Jesus said. They had kind of a puzzled look on their faces because they knew that what he was saying went a little bit deeper than just a little story of everyday life. And they would come to Jesus and they would say, Lord, we, we heard the little story that you told. And we understand what was meant, but it just seems like to me there's, there should be a little bit more here that I should be getting from this. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? How many of you have, have opened up the Word of God and you've read something and you, you understood it on the surface, but, but you knew that there was something else there that God was trying to tell you? And even in our lives, the Lord will do something. And in that day, Jesus would do something and the disciples would come to him and say, Lord, would you please explain to us what it was that you did back there? We saw it, but we didn't understand it. And how many of us today, things happen in our lives and we, we see what's done, but we don't understand all that's going on. I, I'm trying to get a point across and I'm doing it kind of clumsy this morning. When God does something in your life and you don't understand it, go to him. Go to Him. Go to the Lord Jesus Christ. All of these things happen to draw us closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the disciples, they came to Christ and they said, Lord, tell us what did this story mean? And Jesus said, a sower went forth to sow. That sower is the preacher of the gospel. And the seed is the Word of God. That is God's way. Always has been God's way. He calls a preacher. Gives them a desire to preach. And they can't be happy doing anything else. See? But not only does God give them that desire that they can't explain, but He gives them the Holy Spirit. He gives them an anointing. And then when God calls the person and they answer the call and they get into the ministry, God calls on the people to support the work of God, to support the preacher and to support the work of God. That is His way. The sower went forth to sow. If you don't send the preacher, how shall they hear without a preacher? So you can have a person who has been called of God, anointed by God, and no matter how called of God they may be, no matter how anointed of the Holy Spirit they may be, if the people don't send the preacher, if he doesn't go forth to sow, very little, nothing will be done. And it's not just for the preacher. It's for the pew as well.
you can sow seeds of life. Things you can say to other people and it has an effect on them. See. You need to make sure you give them the word of God though. And the main thing is the gospel. Now the gospel is not hard to understand. It's very simple. Man is a sinner. And the wages of sin is death. And God took upon himself the form of a man, lived a perfect life, died on Calvary's cross, rose from the dead the third day. And that is proof of his perfect life. And all who will simply believe, all who will open up their hearts and, and, and believe the gospel can be saved. It's, it's very simple, very simple. There's nothing difficult about it. But here's the thing about it. A lot of the seed that is sown, three-quarters of it is wasted. When you read this parable, you see the wayside, you see the stony ground, you see the thorny ground, and then you see the good ground. Only a quarter of what is sown gets into the good ground, and then only a third of that comes out to be a hundredfold. So, friend, getting the gospel out is hard work. And Jesus has done told us what the numbers is going to be. But don't get discouraged by the numbers. Regardless of what the numbers are, we are to remain faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ, and we need to be tending to the fields of our hearts. Now, I want to deal with something here now because Jesus dealt with it. He, stalled, he, he talked about the wayside area. And if you'll look down there in verse 19, Jesus now begins to explain to the disciples about this parable. And he said, Those who received seed by the wayside are those who hear the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not. Now, the wayside area was a very high traffic area around the edge of the field. It's where the horses, the, the mules, the oxen would be pulling wagons behind them and whatever the case. And the area, a little path there would, would get hard due to the weight of all the stomping and the wagons and carriages going across this area day after day. And as they would go out into the field and work and come back to the wagon, if they were loading it up with stuff, that wagon gets heavier and heavier. And you can imagine all the traffic going around the wayside area. The, the ground gets packed real tight and it gets real hard. The wayside area. And Jesus said those who receive seed by the wayside area are those who understandeth it not. Now, that don't mean that they didn't have the ability to comprehend and understand. In the Greek, it means that they didn't want to understand. And you got a lot of people out here in this world, it ain't that they don't understand the gospel. 
They don't want to understand it. They could care less about the things of God. There's people riding in front of this church every Sunday. They know we're in here having church, but they could care less about the things of God and the work of God. And that's the lost world out here. But now, it also applies to the Christian. Because you can get saved and the Holy Spirit start dealing with you about particular things and you don't want to do that. You see, the Holy Spirit, there are going to be times when He tells you you need to get rid of that and He'll point it out to you. You don't need to talk like that. You don't need to act this way you need a little more of this right here and whatever that may be and he's going to deal with you about those things but when you harden yourself when you harden yourself to what the holy spirit is trying to tell you you're 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 becoming that wayside area the word becomes ineffective your growth will not be as it ought to be the wayside area. And then Jesus talked about the stony ground. Let's take a look at that. Verse 20. He said, He that received the seed into stony places. The stony places is that area where there were a lot of rocks. And let me just go ahead and tell you and cut down where it's at. There's not a person in here today, not a person under the sound of my voice that ain't got some rocks in their field. And I heard somebody make the statement, Brother James, I just don't believe you have to be in church every Sunday. Let me tell you this. You need to get in the presence of the Holy Spirit as often as you can. And you need to let that Holy Ghost plow, plow through the field of your heart. Because let me tell you, the more you let Him plow through the field of your heart, the more it stirs up stuff and brings stuff to the surface that you didn't even realize was there. You see? And, and, and if you don't come to God's house to hear His Word or tune in by radio or get download messages from the internet, you need the Word of God. You need the plow of the Holy Spirit to go through the field of your heart. And it needs to be done often because there are things below the surface that you don't even realize it's there, but God knows it's there. But you need to put yourself in His presence. We own property that goes back six generations my family. I'm the sixth generation. 28 acres worth. When I was a little boy, I remember standing at the edge of the field and there was these piles of trash. Big piles of trash. Somebody in the past, I don't know who it was, somebody in my family allowed people in the community to just come and bring their trash, and there was just piles and piles and piles of it. Any and everything you can imagine. Bottles, cans, car motors, lawnmowers, wash machines, motors, just you, you, 
plastic, any, everything in the world, they just bring it and just pile it up in this area there on the back of the farm. And in the early 1980s, my granddaddy had them to come with a bulldozer and pushed every bit of that trash, just pushed it all down into the woods and, and had it covered up. And then a few years later, he built a house down there on the property and he would have the Sunday school to come and they would have get-togethers and men's meetings and that sort of thing for the church to come and just a little a little meeting house down there had a well dug and put in and real nice but I remember he had a man to come out there with old farm all tractor and had him to put a garden in for my grandmother. My grandmother had to have that garden. She loved her, her gardening. And so the man comes with the farm all, and he puts that plow down where that trash used to be. And he goes down in there, and he disks it up, and he's pulling it up, and good grace of mercy. There was bottles and cans and bricks, plastic, you name it, and all this stuff come to the surface. And my granddaddy would pay me 50 cents an hour to get out there with a wagon and walk through that garden and pick all this stuff up and then carry it down in the woods and dump it out. And I'd get it all cleaned out, and they'd put in the garden and whatever the case and get what they could out of it. Next year, rolled around, same thing again. Put that old plow down, and here we go, and all of this stuff comes back to the surface again. Granddaddy said, boy, go get your wagon. I mean, this went on for years. I hate to see that tractor coming. Just like some of you hate to see me coming. Because you know I'm going to go down deep, and all the Holy Ghost is going to go down deep. And he's going to pull up something, really, that you don't want to deal with. See, there's a lot of junk sitting in here this morning. It's covered up. You've covered it up, see. Because there's a certain way that you act in church. But God help us if we hear what you say at home. God forbid we hear what you say when somebody cuts you off in traffic. No, I'm just trying to point out a piece of trash that's, that you, you cover up. See, you don't want nobody to... To see that. There's not a single one of us in here that ain't got some stones and some trash that's buried that the Holy Ghost points out to you. There's some trash of unforgiveness sitting here today. And I know that he is listening to my radio. There's trash there. Unforgiveness. Stones of sin. Problems with nicotine, alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography. The list, the list goes on and on. Things that are buried that you don't want other people to know about. He who has ears to hear. But the stones is also a test of your faith. Because you look at that thing and you, you see it. You know it's there. But you've tried everything in the world to try to get rid of it. You've tried to quit drinking. You've tried to quit buying them lottery tickets. And you've tried to quit looking at that 
stuff and, and, and the list goes on and on and you try to forgive that person but it just keeps coming back every time somebody mentions it and it crosses your mind it's just it's just there and you try to forgive that person but it's a stone it's a rock that's so big that you you, you can't you can't deal with it and these stones can be a test of your faith and I want you to look at what Jesus said. Now, if you look down there in verse 20, he said, He that received the word with, with, with joy, but when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, you're offended. Because of the word. You're saved, and you know what you're supposed to be doing, but you've got that stone in your life. You've got that piece of trash that's, that's right there in front of your face. Constantly. And you dig around it. I remember back years ago, working with a particular electrical company. They were putting in a, a new building, and they were digging the service from the pole out to the edge of the building. Before they built this building, it, it, it was a school, an old school where they had tore down and they buried it. Just covered it up and then built this new facility on, on top of it. We got out there trying to dig the service getting from the pole to the, to the building. And being a young man just starting out. I learned how to use a shovel and a pick. Although I had gone to school for electrical work and knew a number of things about running pipe and wiring and all this kind of stuff, but you got to pay your dues, my friend, let me tell you. And they handed me that shovel, cordless shovel. I think the batteries was dead in mine, but anyway... I'm out there digging. I hit something. Got digging around it. and Some other guys come, James, you ain't getting mighty far. So they got around and we all got to digging. And no matter how hard we dug, we couldn't seem to get to it. So finally they came in with a big old backhoe, brought that backhoe in there, boy, and they, they got down in there. And they got to digging that thing. And the Lord hears me. It was a car motor. <laughs> Don't ask me how that thing got down in there, but that, that, that was the obstacle, that was the thing that was, that was in the way. And we couldn't run our pipe and do what we need to do because that big old car motor's in the way. And I said all that to say this. There are some stones in your life that you can't get out by yourself. No matter how hard you try, you can't do it. But let me tell you, there's not a stone of sin too big that the cross of Christ cannot get out. If you will keep your faith anchored 
in the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you don't quit, God won't quit. And God will come in with that Holy Ghost backhoe. And He'll keep digging that thing and working that thing until one day it is removed. And then progress can be made. The stony ground. It was ground that was broke up just enough for the seed to get in. And germinate. And as the roots grow out. It would hit the stone. And it couldn't go any further. It couldn't go any deeper because of that stone that was there. And when the sun come up. the, the, The plant dried up and withered away. Because it had no deepness of earth and there are some of you listening to me right now your Christian experience is not as it ought to be because of stones of sin things that are buried down deep and the roots can't go down like they supposed to I've run out of time I still got to deal with the thorns I'm going to have to deal with the thorns next week But every one of us need to go before the Lord and examine our hearts. Because He wants to bring us from the wayside area through the stony area. He wants to bring us through the thorns and we'll deal with that next week. And then He wants to bring us to the good ground. And He wants to bring you up to a hundredfold, not just thirty. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.